Welcome to Was It Good? We're reviewing Game of Thrones Season 8, Episode 2, The Rightful Queen. I'm your host, Ravi, joined by my two brothers, Krishna and Arjuna. We're discussing if this episode was better than Episode 1. Was this episode funny? And why the hell are they packing everyone into a crypt when the villain can raise the dead? Shout out to some random person on Twitter for coming up with that because I think that's genius. I think that is how Episode 3 starts. Boom. Spoiled. Obviously, this episode or this podcast is filled with spoilers. Uh, so, you know, don't listen if you haven't seen, <laughs> yeah. you know, Game of Thrones yet. But if, I mean, the usual. <laughs> you do you, bro. <laughs> yeah. Or person. Guys, what did what did we think? Nice. Christian, are we, are we, Juna? Are we doing the, the one word? The one word. The one word. I'm going to say expected and expected because this is what you expect a show of this magnitude to do before the end game. Uh, you expect them to reminisce. You want to get as many characters on screen. Many of these characters will die, so you wanna you want to wrap up their individual stories in a nice little package. So I'm gonna say this episode was completely expected. Arjuna, uh, I just want to say Christian dropped in an Avengers Endgame uh, thing in there where he said this is the Endgame. It also is a perfect word for this show. To be honest, you're just trying to try. <laughs> you're just trying synergy right here. I am. That's I all am. you're trying. You're the lie. you're a company man, I guess. Yes. Anyway, Arjuna, one word, impression, go. Calm. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the reason I say that is it's the calm before the storm. We know the storm that is coming is the Night King and the, and the dead and very much almost an extension of episode one, uh, but I would say better executed uh, and more interesting in that you really got what feels like every single moment is the final moment between these characters. And it. Uh, I think I mentioned it when we were watching the episode, but I said this is uh, an episode we'll go back and watch one day and know that these are the last conversations between these characters or this entire scene is with people that died the very next episode. So it's just one of those episodes. It's a way to say goodbye uh, in all the chaos, and it was it was, it was, was calming. I'm going to go for my one-word impression. Boring. <laughs> I was bored. You were going to use that for last week's episode. Yes, you, I was. We didn't do a pod last week, because, so you have to save it. Yes, and there's a reason. We didn't do last week's episode. I'm going to give the real reason. Not the real, real reason. The real reason. The real reason we didn't do a was a good podcast for episode one. Because we were hungry? No, because the episode was so boring we didn't see a point. Wow. This time around we're doing it. This episode was boring, but I feel doing a podcast I can get my frustration out of Mm. how bored I was. Yeah. Because you can't let it build up more than two weeks. No, if 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 the third week, if I'm bored, <laughs> if I have to look at my phone to distract myself, oh yeah, I, I am writing that. a strongly worded letter to HBO and asking them, "What the fuck be, be are on, you thinking?" Be on, be honest, though, Ravi. Yes. I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. I'll put you on the spot. I want you to sure. be 105 percent honest and so forth and so forth. Were you going to your phone because you were bored, or were you going to your phone to distract yourself from all the emotions you were feeling? Be Boredom. Honest. Boredom. There was no I because boredom can be a coping mechanism sure. for things you don't want to face. Sure. I, I mean, that's definitely reasonable. But but my thing is with these characters, with where, where everything is at, and how different these two episodes have felt compared to the rest of Game of Thrones. I don't care anymore about their stupid stories. I want to see some death and destruction. I want my boy, the Night King, to own it already. I know, I know somewhere. Good friend of the the Game of Thrones podcast, uh, Jared Quay or Jared Campbell. Shout out to Jared. Jared Quay is laughing. Campbell. 
is laughing because he's never actually watched Game of Thrones. <laughs> he's only seen like a couple episodes here and there. And before he was like, yeah, I'm just going to watch like the good episodes and skip all the rest. And we were all like at work, like, no, 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 Jared, you got to watch them all. Like there's important things in every single episode. He's like, no, man, you know that 75% of those episodes are talking filler episodes. We're like, right. no, man, every he's episode right. of this next season is going to be super important and it's going to be a bloodbath. And somewhere right now, he is just laughing his ass off. But I would, uh, my counter, <laughs> my counter would be is it is important. And I think you actually mentioned, I agree. Um, you mentioned this in another podcast. I forget which one. Wait, who did? You did, Krishna. Oh, thank you. You have to I name me. I think it might have been Voltron uh-huh. when we talked about kind of calm before the storm. Racing. Oh, I haven't said it was good or bad. No, yet. no, I know yeah, you yeah, haven't. Yeah. Okay. But I think, I think, uh, I think these episodes are needed, and I think it is a way to wrap up, you know, eight seasons of storytelling. If you didn't do these types of episodes, I think it would feel like an abrupt ending, which is maybe, I think, what some people want, much to Ravi's credit and I think others who have probably found these first two episodes boring. Or slow. But, yeah. but it is very much in the way of how we how these shows are done and yeah. how, yes. how, story, how modern storytelling is done uh, to kind of give closure, even if we'd want to try and simulate real life where you don't necessarily get that closure. So my counter to your counter Ooh, yes, I like this. would be that we only have six episodes. Mm. You're right. And literally nothing has happened. Nothing of any, like nothing. Episode well, one and episode two, you could have just made into one episode. Literally nothing major or important or changing of a person's story. Like nothing big really happened. Well, so here's the counter it's just a to bunch your counter to his counter. To the counter. The important thing's... Uh, have happened the important things are this thusly uh john snow has learned his heritage and now daenerys has learned that truth bran has confronted you could say his his ghost almost in in jamie lannister who set him off on the past on on his path to uh to unbecoming brandon stock and becoming the three-eyed raven uh sansa stark and you know, Sansa has confronted Daenerys and Jon over her family, her family's, you know, uh, right to rule the North and how that's going to conflict with each other. And, you know, that obviously is still unresolved. But so I, I would say a lot has happened. It's just it hasn't been the, the sword on shield kind of action that maybe I think a lot of people are looking for. And we're going to we're getting to I mean, it's it's so obvious, like it's so obvious that that is coming. So, sure. I personally don't mind having two episodes to sit back, breathe. In fact, I almost look at this episode as sort of like an in-memoriam before we actually have it. It's like so many of these characters are just going to get destroyed, right? So I like having these last few moments with them because we've we've spent eight seasons with many of these characters. Many of them less than that, but still a lot of screen time. We've gotten to know them. We've seen them grow. They have character arcs and not resolving some of those, you know, and I know you don't like character development but that's such a huge part of the show and so not wrapping up some of those things it, it wouldn't be justice to the show if we just went straight into the death and the glory so going back to your question earlier about my whole thing on boredom yeah was i looking at my phone because i was trying to hide my emotional thing yeah did you tear up in this episode krishna no were you tearing up no krishna you were sitting in the front so nobody uh, could see your face wait i have a question that's also true uh obviously the people that listen to the podcast 
can't see, but those on the live stream could see. When Christian was giving his answer, Ravi was checking his phone. We have established Ravi checks his phone when he's bored. Yeah. Ravi, were you bored by Christian's counter to your counter to my counter? Christian's counter to the counter to the counter <laughs> was similar to this episode where nothing happened. <laughs> or did you just stop listening? Just, just a just, whole bunch of talking. I just think your attention, you might want to get that checked. <laughs> I I don't think that's like a personal me problem. Span. I think that's just in this day that and age. In, nope. In this day and age of, of storytelling, we need more visuals than just people talking. Well, this is a podcast. Oh, it's all it's all talking. Yeah. So you're, you're gonna have to. You're defeating the own, your own purpose here. You know what? And you're that's the host. It. Podcast is over. I'm firing myself and I'm firing you all. You can't fire uh, yourself and then fire everyone else. Yeah. I, okay. Fine. You're fired and then I'm fired. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, there you go. Moving right Liquidated. along. Liquidated. Moving right along. We have a whole bunch of nothingness to talk about, <laughs> as we've already established. Let's talk about some of the big things that um, that were kind of trending on Twitter. This is kind of a weird one. Twitter. Twitter. So Arya and Gendry, Gendry as yeah. we know, Gendry. Gendry or Gendry? I think it's Gendry. Gendry, right? He's the blacksmith. Anyway, <laughs> they decide to get it on. And yes. uh, we get a little bit of partial nudity. Mm-hmm. One of the funny things that was trending on Twitter shortly after the episode aired was Maisie Williams. Uh-huh. And uh, somebody put an infograph t- of a search of people checking her age <laughs> to oh. make sure that the actress was of age that they could actually do something like well, that. Well, they didn't show her nude, nude, though. No, they did not. And they, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't a body double either. Yeah, yeah. which we've seen before with uh, Cersei. With the uh, Cersei, the mm. actress who plays Cersei, whose name... Uh, Escapes my mind. Yeah, actually, uh, so the only thing I was wondering during the episode is, is, is we don't actually get an age of her, like the character. I mean, I in think, the episode, I think in, in the, the book in the she's show. supposed to be like fourteen or fifteen at this point. I she might be. So. She might be a little older. Maybe, maybe, maybe like sixteen or eighteen. All I know is, I, I mean, was, it makes sense. I, I was, un- sense. I was uncomfortable in that scene. You're so. uncomfortable. Yeah, I was uncomfortable. Um, D- just to clarify, Maisie Williams is twenty-two years old. Yeah, yeah, that's what we can. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But either way, it was a weird scene. The whole thing was weird. But like, but but it makes sense though, right? Like, uh, the show, if anything, or this episode was trying to show how various characters deal with impend- impending death and doom, right? And one of the reactions, obviously, is going to be, you know, some action. <laughs> so some kind of some action, action before with the blacksmith. Happens. Yeah, yeah. Some action with the blacksmith. Yeah, yeah. getting it exactly. on. So speaking of the After action, he gives her his her her new weapon. Yeah, poking the stick. Wow. <laughs> So besides those two, obviously, we also have, um, you know, our, one of our favorites, Tormund. Oh, he was the best part. Best part. I think Tormund is probably going to be the best character. And I will say this, Christian, on the emotional level, when Tormund does go, because he's not going to make it through. Because nobody will, because the Night King's going to win. When Tormund goes, I will shed a tear for him. You're going to be really sad when he's the Night a great, King dies. If the Night King you'll, dies, you'll, you'll sob. I will cry Who on, on a your, lot. On your list of uh, emotional attachment for when they die, who's, Night sec- King. who's second? To Night King? No, no, no. Torment. Well, Torment, and then who, who? No, no, no. Number one is Night King. Fine. He deserves number two the is, is 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 no. I mean, I mean, you just said like you're, sure you're gonna shed a tear for Torment. Yeah, but who who's next on your emotional hit Ooh. list? Um, I just want to know who's number two. Emotional. That's it. Well, number three because Night King's number one. Yep. Sure. Torment's number two, number and number three. three for Raffi would be. If I had to guess, yeah, I'm yeah, say, I want you both to guess. Actually. I'm gonna say go first. just because you like to troll the world. I'm gonna yes. say is Ghost. Oh, I was gonna say. Good one, actually. I was yeah, gonna say one of the dragons, like Drogon <laughs> or something. The, no, no, not Drogon. He's he's he gets too much love. It's gonna be someone's like not Viserion, who's the death dragon. Sure, Maybe the second dragon. Then the no thir- one, what is John the third Snow's dragon's dragon. name? 
Uh, Viserion? No, no, that's the ice one. Now. That's the ice oh, that's, one. Yeah, it's Viserion, Dragon, and Ra- something R. Rhaegar? No, that's that's the, that's Targaryen. It's just name. a Targaryen. Yeah. No, actually, Reject. this is gonna this is gonna surprise you. It's actually Sam. No, that's, oh, that's that, a good no, one. That's, that's a good one. one. Yeah, that's because one, he's yeah. so smart and he's too smart and lovable for himself that yeah, when he goes, it'll be very very upsetting. Um, he won't go though. He represents George R. A Sansa, like all the big like kings and yeah. queens, couldn't give. I couldn't care less about. Those that. are the characters likely not to go. I know, which sucks because they all only got there because of everyone else's hard work. I, I would they literally say, did nothing. I think most of them will go. Yeah, because it would be silly to have this sort of level of impending doom and not kill some major characters. I think, you have to. I think the saddest thing for me is going to be when Grey Worm goes, mm. uh, just because I think Grey Worm and uh, I forget what her name is. Who's uh, Daenerys' right hand woman? Um, oh, Missandei, um, uh, Missandei, Mis- Mis- yeah. Mis- they, to, to me, they just seem like the Mis- very, they very much of you know these are these are two people that didn't choose anything in their lives, right? Yeah. One was born to be in the army, the other was a slave, and even even now, right? We're working with Daenerys. I guess she gave them the power to choose if they wanted to stay on or not, but. And they did. They did, but like, what? I guess what? What was the alternative, right? Go back to being a slave. Go back, like, just you know what I mean. It, it was. Be it was kind of. Yeah, it was just like the best of whatever. So I feel like they very much are the common people, more so than any other characters. And you know, even that the two sh- like tender moments they shared, I feel like they're just setting that up. Obviously, one or both of them are going to die. Like sure. I think Grey Worm's certainly going to die, and um, it'll be really sad. That's going to that's going to hit the heartstrings. For me, it's going to be Podrick. I would say Brienne. And I'm going to say... I'm going to say... Uh, uh, what's his name? Theon? Jorah. Which one's oh, Jorah? Actually, yeah, Wait, yeah. Jorah? Theon as well, yeah. Jorah Mor- Mormont. Oh. Mormont, yeah. Anyway, I like him. I don't know. Before we go on this entire side tangent, so as you know, it's it's everyone's last night in a happy place. Um, we've got Arya and Gendry, and then Tormund, and then um, Bree. Oh, Brienne, yeah. Brienne of Tarth. And... Obviously, nothing happened. Sadly, right? Do we do we feel that we saw? Well, remember they were all drinking <laughs> wine together, sure. getting wasted, Smart. which you know is the smartest thing to do on your last night. That's why that's why that that scene had the most characters because right. I, I feel like the most normal thing to do is is to do that, get wasted. Yeah. Uh, I I, know, I I think they did that already with Arya and Gendry. Yeah. Um, so I think just duplicating that with Brienne and Jaime or Brienne and Tormund would have just. You know, I, I don't think they had to show it or they even had to, you know, like Christian said, maybe it did happen or maybe it was going to happen before the horn was sounded, right? We that, clearly saw some knights get interrupted. But that's not Brienne's style Yeah, it didn't see, it doesn't, seem like, it doesn't do. seem like it, it's within her character. She's the epitome of honor. Right. So that's not something and, she would and do. And I think the bigger moment for her was being knighted yeah. uh, in that in that scene. So do we, we'll think, do we think Brienne and, and Jamie or Brienne and Tormund? I don't think it's going to matter. Because so the Night King's gonna two, win. Two of the three, or all three, will die. Well, I think Brienne clearly loves Jamie. She's like Tormund is just amusing to her. I, I don't think she's attracted. or creepy or creepy. Yeah, exactly. That, that's very turned off by that yeah, story exactly. Tormund told about the giant. Incredible! Wow! <laughs> yeah. Incredible! Wow! That was the best part the, of the episode. And the that, fact that's just amazing. Incredible. And the fact that he thinks that that story is like makes him look like a hero. <laughs> and he doesn't see how strange, how bizarre, and but bizarre and, and weird is. that is. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I mean, that's it's a wonderful thing. He's a, a very fascinating character, and it, like I said, when he goes, I will shed a tear. Nice. So nice. moving on. So moving on. We've got obviously a bunch of other crazy things that happened. We had 
uh, Bran and Jamie kind of confront each other. Yeah. You know, the big one was right by the tree and, and Jamie kind of asking, you know, why didn't you say anything? And then Bran in his weird, creepy, monotone voice. Well, then you couldn't serve us if you're dead. Or you couldn't fight. You yeah. couldn't fight, which yeah. was bizarre. And then what was the line that he dropped at the very, very end of their conversation about, you know, what about afterwards? He said, how do you know that's going to, to be, be an afterwards? afterwards. Yeah. Right. Which is right. smart. Which, so I want to kind of dive into like kind of bizarre, crazy theories here, right? Oh, I like this. One like of the crazy theories that have been floating around, I, th- I think someone correct me here since season five or season six, has been that Bran is the Night King. Yes, it's a very popular one. It's a yeah. very, very popular theory. Steam. Which is, is crazy when you think about it because that idiot Jamie then really becomes the ultimate villain. <laughs> because of his, you know, what I do for love moment, causes Bran to go on this path that eventually, you know, chicken and the egg, Night King, the whole shebang. And even that line where, where he, you know, what Bran says to him, right? You know, how, how do you know there's an after? Right, that just ties everything beautifully and very creepily together. Do we still feel that theory holds up? Do well, we still want that theory to hold that, up? That theory is so popular that the actor who plays um, Bran was on Jimmy Kimmel a few nights ago, and Kimmel asked him about it. <laughs> so th- that's how popular the theory is. What was his response? Do you, do he you just, know? he just, he kind of said, "I can't confirm nor deny nice. anything." Smart. Smart. You know, which maybe confirms it. Who knows? Wait, if you wait. can't confirm or deny a theory, isn't that confirming it? No, no. <laughs> yeah, it's just kind of trolling yeah. and kind of <laughs> yeah. leading into yeah, it yeah, still. Yeah. Uh, he might not. You know, so. I think I think there's something to that. There could also be the theory that he's a double agent, that he's already under the 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 uh, watchful eye of the Night King. What? How do we know that Bran hasn't been manipulated into gathering all the enemies of the Night King in one area so he can easily go and slaughter them? A yeah, lot of the direction they've been taking is from Bran. Yeah. That, that's another. That's kind of like the side, the the sub theory to but, Bran. That may, not necessarily he's a Night King, but the Night King has been murdering three eyed ravens, and like he was marked because he now controls him. Mm. So does that mean then, if that's the case, let's like, let's go down like insanity lane right now. Sure. The Night King has been controlling Bran. Bran helps Sam to kind of tie in the idea that John is a Targaryen. Smart. So. If we're going down the path that the Night King is in the long game and he wants, you know, all of man to go nuts, he would fake that in order to drive a wedge between John and Daenerys. Weaken his enemies right before he shows up. Yeah. How convenient. That wow, that actually makes a lot of sense from what we've seen on screen. Yeah, it's kinda of, it's kinda of scary how, how well that, that ties in. Like I, I cause it's interesting because Brand did time that as well. He literally told he said, The time is now for Sam to tell John, right, mm-hmm. about his parentage, which means that he knew that John telling Daenerys would happen at this moment, which is literally 30 seconds before the Night King's army shows up. What could be more damaging than putting doubt in your two leaders' minds about their alliance? And well, and not only that, though, if you're thinking like long term strategy here, right? There are two people that are controlling some of the largest armies that you've got to get go against. The let's, two largest. Yeah. Let's say, you know, his initial attack on Winterfell fails. Yeah. This information between Daenerys and John, and we're kind of, let's, and this is like a good natural segue here is their whole conversation, right? John explains to Daenerys who he is, who his lineage is. And the first thing she says, yep. isn't the ooh gross, you're my nephew. Mm-hmm. She says, you're the last male to the throne. And you can see it in her face. And, oh, that male heir, yeah, yeah. And the actress, Amelia Clark, like, 
she's an okay actress, but she does Daenerys really, really well. Yes. And you see it in her face. Yeah. You're in my way. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So if the Night King is using Bran, this is a perfect setup. So if he loses the battle, those two ding-dong bats are still going to go end up fighting each other, potentially. Well, the best part, you talked about Amelia Clark, Sure. But Kit Harington as Jon Snow, when she delivered that line, the realization on his face, it to me, it portrayed that he hadn't even considered that possibility. Which possibility? That he's the ne- like he's the rightful heir to the or like that's not the biggest concern on his mind in this whole thing. I think the biggest concern in his mind is he knows his true parents. He slept with his aunt. It causes disharmony. He's not even thinking that I'm going to be the ruler of the Iron Throne. At least when she delivered that line to him. I don't know because his first line to Samwell when Samwell told him was. No, Ned has never lied in his life. That can't be... Like, his sure. first fault was Ned's honor. Daenerys' right. first fault was... The throne. The throne. Right. So it's very mean, interesting. I just mean in that moment. And yeah. it also could be a little bit of heartbreak that that's what she's most concerned about, is the Iron Throne in that revel- in that revealing... She, she, Daenerys has never segment. been anything than, other than that she's portrayed. So. Sure. It's, but it's how, a well, sh- but, short sight on his part. But Jon doesn't know her that well. And Sansa, Clearly. Sansa said, it, yeah. said it well. You know, Sansa, lo- yeah. love blinds... Men. Men. Yep. And yeah, clearly John is stupid. a bit blinded by her. Tyrion is a bit blinded by her, which is why he's made so many mistakes. Um, so it's interesting. I feel like that's just, just yeah, words. <laughs> yeah, words. <laughs> so the other thing I would have been thinking about, and I don't want this to be the case because we've been kind of building up to this idea uh, last season anyway that the you know there's a big battle. It's man versus the, the Night Walkers or yeah, Night Walkers. Checking, yeah. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. White Walkers, not Night Walkers. Night Walkers or Hookers. White Walkers. <laughs> Man versus Hooker. Um, do we think there's a possibility that the White Walker issue, for the most part, gets wrapped up in episode three, and then episodes four, five, and six return back to the idea of fighting for the throne that, between I, Daenerys, John, and Cersei's? That, well, we still have Cersei just hanging out. Yeah, waiting. With a huge army. Waiting. Waiting for the world to change. Unless the show shifts to like everyone in the North, which is like every character but Cersei, all die in the next episode. Or retreat. And then, like, yeah, it's true. Or they retreat. Or or it's like, so here, here's how I think it's going to play out. The next two episodes or the next episode and a half are going to be the battle at Winterfell. They're going to lose horribly. They have to. It's the middle of the season. There's no way it's a human victory. I think it's the, they get routed. And I think lots of bad things happens. A lot of people die. But the survivors are going to be forced to come back to south, to King's Landing. And it's going to be one last-ditch effort, uh, Cersei and company, to to wipe out the White Walkers. And Cersei will use that time, you know, that opportunity to murder the rest of her her enemies. What is interesting is... We've talked. I mean, you guys have. We've talked about how you know Ravi has mentioned the episodes. They didn't do anything. They didn't show much, but there have been subtle hints that I think will lead us into some things that could happen. Right. One subtle hint from episode one was the dragons. The dragons aren't eating. They're weakened in yeah. the north. Oh, that's right? a good point. I forgot about that. You know, another another subtle hint that was being shown in episode two was some of the preparements for the castle. They've put dragon glass on the top of the walls. They've built trenches with dragon glass. You know, they're, they're and doing a, all and there's a things. fire pit thing. There's a fire, there's a fire thing for these trenches. So little clues into how this battle is going to go are being dropped. And I think I think the biggest one is the dragon one. You know, the dragons are not at full strength. And that is I mean, that's literally their only hope in my mind, that they can have any chance of winning 
this thing. And wait, wait. You still think the drag? Because I think the dragon card. It used to be on the table where it's like we got dragons, we'll be okay. But then episode, what was it, six of the last season or whatever, oh, where, where the I, yeah, died. where the the night king just goes, whatcha, and takes that thing down sure. with one single like spear, spear or whatever. I think it kind of you realize, uh oh, maybe the dragons aren't that good anymore. Well, we're definitely going to see obviously dragon on dragon action. Jesus with with the ice dragon. This is a family podcast. What the hell's wrong? We're with not you? talking it about a family, a family show. <laughs> really, I feel this is family oriented because uh, everyone said I did it for my family. That's why it's okay to kill, murder, butcher the whole shebang. As Bran, as Bran repeated in the the trial, of the very short trial of Jamie Lannister, the things I do for love. Yeah, but hilarious man. Uh, I will say, I a bold prediction I have is another dragon will fall. Um, what next episode? Next episode, I believe another dragon will die. Die Let or the get dragons turned. hit the floor because well, two different things. Well, I think both. I think. Well, I think turn. I think they're one and the same. No, yeah. not necessarily because I think I think everything. I think, think everything that I think everything and everyone that dies. We have enough. Will turn. We have enough strategists on the side of the living. That's like if a dragon goes down, burn it. Burn it immediately. You yeah. have riders and you have you have guys riding and you go and can't, you burn that thing. Can't, as quick well, as possible. And that and that that's worth like suicide. Like well, that's worth people. Here's a logistical question: Can you burn a dragon? Yeah, I you pour enough. You get oil and stuff. I'm sure well, if they have it. this fire pit thing, yeah, yeah I guess maybe so. that's the, maybe that's part of the reason they have this fire pit thing. Or you have to burn the dead. Or you have Daenerys flying on Drogon, and Drogon will burn. You that's know. so messed up, though. That's like his brother burning. That's weird. Yeah, but that's it's, like if I could spit fire and you die, I'd have to burn you. But but Drogon doesn't want to have to fight two of his you know dragon siblings. What if what if the two dragons refuse to fight the other dragon? Viserion, yeah, it's possible because it's it's their bro, and they're like, "Hey, mate, no dragon." I, I can't violence. see that happening because that would be that would be really bad. What if it's like a Jurassic World two type of thing where the dra- the the dinosaur is able to turn the other raptors uh, against them? So the Viserion turns his brothers against them without killing them. That would be uh, impressive. That would be very impressive and very really silly. Very silly. Here's another question, or I don't know if the ho- if we're ready to pivot, Mister Host, but. I just let you guys ramble. Oh, okay. Well, one thing I want to talk about is Bran. Rambling over. And Bran, Bran's plan to hang out by the tree mm. with a, a single one guard, Theon. And, and, and oh, the, wait for the Night King. No, no. It's Theon and the rest of the Ironborn that came with him. Yes. Because he said, and the Ironborn. They're all going to get brutally murdered. Yeah. How bad of a plan is this for Bran? This is the dumbest plan I've heard since go to the north, really cold place with a bunch of dragons. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Like it's a yeah. pretty or 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 or, or as bad as hey, let's load all the living into a crypt. Yeah. And um, by the way, the enemy can bring the dead back. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Did they even think that one through? Do you think as the Night King walks down, you know, from the north, from the wall, do you think he's just bringing up more dead? Yeah. Because those yeah, he's lands, got it. He's got those it. lands, I feel like they're filled with dead people. Yeah, just like people who died from the cold or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's got to be tons. Tons, yeah. Uh, uh, Tormund actually says that the first thing he's, or one of the first things he says to John is, anyone who is not here is in his army. Think about that. So anyone who's not there, yeah, died, Yikes. and just got raised. So, and he, was, he, he, you would assume he's right. I mean, that the army. I mean, it makes sense. Down. Yeah. Where, where else are they going to go? It's not so. like they're burning each other or, or anything. Yeah. Um, you know, moving right along here, kind of want to keep this thing within structure. Choo choo. Let's let's talk about our favorite parts of the episode. I will start. Mm. I had oh. none. Wait, did you we want to talk not. about the Sansa and Daenerys scene? Not really, because it was very annoying. I think it was important for the show, though. And I think when we were watching it, we talked about how it was a lot of posturing. 
It felt like posturing, but maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Between these two, these two women who are still on both sides concerned more about the after. Mm. And I think that was a, an overriding theme in this episode too. A lot of people were looking past this. As if they were all going to survive. As if they're going to survive. So cute. In fact, even Tyrion says, we've survived X, Y, and Z. Why wouldn't we survive this? I, I got that more. He was looking for hope. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. But it is interesting that, you, you know, some of the lower characters are like, we're going to die, right? Tormund yeah. says, we're going to die. Bran says, "What? how do we know if there's any after after this? But your top people, right? The Sansas and Daenerys and the Johns of the world. Not so much John, but like Sansa and Daenerys specifically are, are looking past this. I am the, the rightful heir to the Iron Throne, and you know what's going to happen. What about the North and, and this and that? It's like it's it's still not in their minds because maybe they haven't seen the white. They still haven't seen with their own eyes. That's true. Well, no, Daenerys did. She saw the entire army. That's true. Or yeah, but, part of the army. Well, but she's stupid. <laughs> Clearly, and we're going to get to that in a minute. I think having dragons probably skews your sense sure. of reality. But I she think, even lost yeah. a dragon, and like yeah. that didn't. That still hasn't shaken her, yeah. which is. Well, that, I think that strange. goes to her character, right? Her sure. character, she said, my entire life has been about getting to the Iron Throne. Sure. Like, her entire life is that, so some stupid army of the dead is just a thing in her way. Yeah. That's how she looks at it. Yeah. And I think with Sansa, it's more of a, you know, all of these people have done wrong by me, and I'm going to survive, and then I'm going to keep pushing for my people. Yeah. I think that's like, those two, those, those two have... Very deep and big ideology. And to be honest, yeah. that's that positions demand it, too. Sure. It, like, yet yeah, you're right, obviously. Impending death is staring them in the face. And it's everything that they think about and talk about between them is a moot point sure. if, if they don't make it. But they're also in those positions where they actually have to be thinking the long game anyway. That's what they're there for. What about, what about the theme, though? And I think, Christian, you might have mentioned this of, especially when Theon comes back. And, you know, her and Sansa, or Theon and Sansa embrace. You kind of see this look on Daenerys. You know, is that the realization that the difference between Daenerys, right, and Sansa is Sansa commands some type of loyalty and respect. Does Daenerys really command that? She she does, but Sansa's, her, the people who are loyal to Sansa, it's through family, through blood, and then also through all these things that they've gone through together. Sure. Daenerys... Like, like Grey Worm said it, Misande said it, at Jorah. Like they will, they will die for her, right? But it's it's different though. It's it's like respect, and it's some kind of love. But it's it's different. It's not the same. Like with Sansa, it's like the people who love Sansa is because she's family. The people who love Daenerys because she they, walked through fire and had dragons. And it's it's more awe inspiring. Right. It's two different levels, like sure. two different things. And I think I think what I said was. That looks like it's Daenerys realizing she doesn't have the same kind of loyalty that Sansa has with the people around her. Right, and she know? even said, like, I don't have the blind trust that you do in your advisors. Because mm. she talked about how she trusted Brienne with her life. Yeah. And Daenerys says, I wish I had that. Right, Right, but again, it's two different upbringings, though. Right. Like, da- uh, Daenerys was stuck on an island far, far away, or another continent. Right. So Daenerys, though, I want to talk more about her. I mean, the big thing, and I think I said this to you guys late last night after we were celebrating, you know, that special holiday, uh, was that Daenerys, I feel like, is becoming, is is being set up as the villain. It's not really the Night King. It's not really Cersei. Mm-hmm. It's actually Daenerys is the villain of the whole thing. It's, it's, so this show, this show is tough, right? It's, because this show doesn't really have villains. It just has antagonists. Jamie Lannister was a quote unquote villain for, uh, like, the first couple of seasons, right? 
but you know they sort of redeemed him. She's being set up as definitely, I think, the antagonist to most of the characters. Of the characters, right. she, she's set up to where she is going to be like, "Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you." I'm gonna like just, I'm gonna take you all on, uh, because she blindly, she almost, it looks like she almost blindly wants that throne, and it's gonna come down. She's gonna have a choice to make, I think, at some point. Where am I going to? Uh, uh, am I going to put all that aside for love, or am I going to? Am I going full steam ahead? Screw everything else. I'm the queen. Deal with it, type of thing. And uh, uh, that'll be an interesting thing to witness. So moving on, favorite parts. Uh, it's got to be the torment. It's got to be the torment uh, story with the giant. Okay, <laughs> I think that was. I think that was just. I I kind of hope that was just ad libbed and made up because it'd be even better. Oh my god, that would be fascinating, really funny for like production notes. Krisha, uh, let me think here. I think my favorite part was, oh, I think it's gonna be, uh, I'm gonna say Brienne getting knighted. So same same kind of the same scene or the same location setting as what Arjuna just said. But I think Brienne getting knighted was my favorite part just because. It wraps up her arc very nicely. It actually, it it. I think Jamie's character is wrapped up. Uh, J- Jamie, that was kind of the last thing he had to do to, I think, com- for the most part, redeem his character completely, which means he can now die in the next episode, and people will be really sad about it. But there's nothing left for Jamie to grow. Grow, and I think so for both mm-hmm. Brienne and for Jamie. It wraps those two characters up a hundred percent. So you're saying, so, so you're so saying Brienne and Jamie are gonna die. One of them will die next episode. Yeah, I would, I would put money on it. All right, how much you wanna put on it? Uh, I would put ten bucks. Ten bucks at both or one? One. Which one? I don't know. I just know. I know one of them will die. I just don't know. Next which. episode, I'm yeah. gonna say, I'm gonna take you on that. You wanna well, say neither? I, neither well, will die next. I did, episode. I did add a little part here at the end of our outline called "Who will die." Ooh. Question mark. We'll get to we'll get to, yeah, we'll get to that part. Uh, I my favorite part. I think I'm gonna agree with Arjuna. It's the, the torment part. That was a, a very fun story, and you know he's a great character. Uh, least favorite part. Uh, I'm gonna say my least favorite part was. Come back to me. Okay, Juna. For me, I think my least favorite part of the entire episode was actually the Arya and Gendry. Uh, love scene love scene just because i feel like the way they've handled aria i feel like the the way they've handled aria this season it's a little bit it's a little bit off from what we've seen in the last few seasons and it's interesting sansa said like family is complicated and everything but it, it was her last night and yeah i get the fact that she wants to experience love and etc cetera, etc cetera, but you know, she's also been brought up as this like really cold-blooded killer and assassin, and I feel like she's kind of she's play, like it still feels like she's either playing everyone or mm. is uncertain of that creed anymore because she's around so much family and back in her family home. So to me, I, I didn't really, I didn't love it. I guess it was it just felt kind of it felt flat to me. I guess it felt icky. Yeah, it felt <laughs> gross. My uh, my least favorite part is actually going to be where uh, Sansa and Daenerys talk. Hmm. I just felt like it was expected. Mm-hmm. We were going to have a sit down chat and kind of a girl heart to heart. Like it just felt stupid. I think my least favorite part, now that I've thought about it, is actually going to be Jon's reveal to Daenerys. Oh, um, whoa! I th- I think, Why? I think that should have been more impactful. And the way it was done, for we, first of all, I we didn't get a lot of John in this episode. 
Uh, and I think the reason probably is that they want to set him up as that he's thinking about the big reveal the from the, the previous episode. Right. Yeah. You know, um, I just, you know, it, to me, I, I just, I guess I just wanted more. I wanted it more dramatic. I wanted like, you know, crazier shots, more pauses or, you know, a better location. I understand having right outside of Leanna's crypt thing would yeah. have been cool. But yeah, I, I wanted that reveal to be more. And that's that. I wonder if they did it that way because in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really, really, it doesn't it really doesn't matter. matter. Yeah, yeah. Correct, correct. But, you know, yeah. science and all. Yeah. But science, uh, Mr. Honestly, Roy. I did I did like, uh, I think the rest of, like, the episode in general, I think was actually pretty good. Okay. Uh, let's move around. Let's, you know, kind of, we're kind of keeping this obviously somewhat short uh, because we could talk about theories until we're blue in the face. But obviously, in less than seven days, we're going to have episode three. Well, maybe less than that. <laughs> maybe less than that because, you know, the idiots over at H- excuse me, the people over at HBO are just leaking their stuff. Uh, Any idea on how that episode? So, what's what's the story with this? So, about four or five hours ago today on Sunday, episode two leaked online, and at about an hour, maybe thirty minutes ago, there are claims that episode three has leaked. Okay. I personally have not found anything. We will not be sharing any of these leaks. We don't condone. We don't condone it. Yes. You know, a lot of people work on these shows and. A lot of production and money and marketing and stuff goes in for a particular plan. We so. don't negotiate with leakers. Exactly. <laughs> leakers are bad people. Yeah. Anyway, I'd like to kind of, towards the end of this, I, I kind of want to talk about who do we think is actually going to, you know, kick the bucket next next episode. And I want to kind of do this logically. Like, okay. we all know where I feel. I want the Night King to just blow everything up and then but who do you think's gonna right die? who do you know who you want what yeah. you've seen what you've seen own, like yeah. who do you think logically and how i'd like to kind of do this is i don't want anybody to kind of get wrapped up and then rant and then list a million characters so you're i'm gonna limit it to each of us to two characters oh okay That's so easy. we're gonna go around once yeah, everyone sure. say one character and then we'll do it one more time okay all right do are we looking for different characters from each other no no if you agree on the same character that's a-okay i get to start christian you can start the first round because you're the eldest oh that's how I like so we'll that. go eldest middle youngest and then we'll go youngest middle eldest that sounds oh, fair. Nice. Fair, fair. all right go ahead uh i'm gonna say jamie lannister and jamie lannister I, and uh so just continuing on my previous thought where Jamie and Brienne uh, with the knighting are pretty much wrapped up. I don't think there's anything anywhere else for those two characters to go. To me, one of them has to die uh, in this next episode. I'm going to pick Jamie because uh, because I think that's going to rock Tyrion. And I think that sets up an interesting... He's, he's the hand of Daenerys, right? He's been kept around for his mind. He's integral to the, the, to, you know, the defense, the plans, Dene- the long game for Daenerys. Losing his brother, I think, compromises him, which sets up an interesting uh, sort of backlash uh, for Daenerys's, Daenerys' whole camp. Makes sense. And and Cersei as well, actually. But, yeah. Jamie, got to go. I'm going to go with Bran. Nice. I think Bran's going to, I'm going to air quote myself here, die. I think it's a fake death. Oh. And I think it's a fake death because he's playing the long game in terms of how he... Basically, he I think he realizes he is going to have to be the one to kill the Night King, and he's going to fake it and kind of go off and do his own thing in order to end the Night King. I think that's part of the reason he is saying he needs to be in this situation where the Night King can get to him oh, that's so that everyone thinks he dies. Mm. I'm actually going to continue off yours, and if Bran dies, the most logical person to die alongside with him would be Theon Greyjoy. Mm. Uh, if we're talking about characters who have come full circle and wrapped up their arcs, uh, Theon 
has redeemed himself as much as he possibly can, especially with the last two seasons. He's saved Sansa. He saved Yara. Uh, he's come back to fight for the Starks. They have, have they have embraced him. He's going to stand with Bran, uh, and he'll die alongside Bran. I think in this episode, I think he's going to go out valiant, valiantly, and I think it's 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 the only it's the only lot. There's nowhere else for the him to go unless he, he's just going to be a background character for the rest of the for the rest of the show. Nice. And then I'll go for my second character. I'm going to go with uh, someone I mentioned earlier, Grey Worm, um, you know, the leader of the Unsullied. I think he, uh, you know, another character who um, really hasn't had much to do or much to go in terms of character development over the last few years, you know, seasons. He's found, you know, he's found his place within Daenerys' camp. He has found love. He has, a, he has, fa- you know, uh, in his own mistake, made plans for after uh, the whole war and everything, which yeah, is, that's, that's which a, that is a big red flag. Well, big red flag. Well, very much like that in, in these types of good shows, call, like The Walking call. Dead and sure. Game of Thrones. Big red flag, right? When yep. when you think you're good and and everything, and you've wrapped up your character arc, you're done. Yeah. And I, I think he's he's one, and that's that's a character who will will shake Daenerys, not necessarily shake Daenerys, but it will weaken her, right? That's the leader of her arm, her biggest army. Yeah. Uh, and so that's gonna be that's gonna be a big one. So cool. Those are my two. I'm gonna agree with you on a Grey Worm. But not for the reason that anyone wants to hear. But I'm going to say it anyway, which is the typical Hollywood oh, move. No. Yeah, you know it. You know it. In a, in a show where the 99% of the cast is white and, and the <laughs> actor that plays Grey Worm is not, Hollywood is typically known for killing the um, the minorities, the minorities yeah. quickly and, and first. And that's why I think he's going to go next episode. Nice. Uh, I'm going to say Podrick and a uh, couple of reasons here. Uh the there are three flanks. We have the 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 left, the middle, and the right. Uh, we only know the only flank we've heard about is the left flank. Uh, Brienne of Tarth is leading. We already know that Jamie's gonna be under her, and I already said Jamie's gonna die. Uh, I think we, we actually have some details about that flank, right? So I think that flank probably getting hit the hardest. Um, Brienne even makes this sort of reference where like, oh, look, we have sort of this like rise here. We have this, or Juno actually mentioned earlier, there was a lot of subtle hints in this episode for how the battle's going to go. And they, they actually did devote a little bit of time to explaining the battle plans for that left flank, which means, which to me means it's going to prominent, it's going to feature prominently in the next episode. It's going to be part of the strategy. So she says on, if we, it, it's high enough, this ground where we may be able to drive them back. To me, that means she's going to lead some kind of counterattack. Jamie's got to go. In my mind, that means Patrick's got to go. Who do we think are leading the other two flanks, the middle and the right? Uh, it would be Unsullied for one, so it's going to be Grey Worm. For and the right? He, you see him, you see sure. him getting, you know, uh, getting ready for the middle one. Or it must the, be, it must or be John, right? right? No, I have a feeling it's, got, it's maybe... That's a really good question. I don't know. Because John's going to be on a dragon, you would think, right? I think he's gonna be on the dragon or behind the wall or, or something, or he's like trying be... to try trying to step back to men to to run the whole thing. But it's he a good is question. one of their know. best warriors That's too, true. and That's I, true. I feel like he's not a guy who's gonna sit out the fight. That's true. So maybe maybe it's John and Tormund, you know, like it, it feels the, like the the the, the, sure. the Night Watch and slash the uh, yeah, so him, the Northern people. So it's gonna be it's gonna be like John, Sam, Tormund, um, uh, Ed. Ed, uh, the one-eyed guy. Yeah, those people. Yeah, the, the one-eyed yeah. guy, he says. I like that. The yeah. hound. The hound. Yeah. All right, I think it's that time, kids. Cool. Wow. Krishna oh. okay. was episode two of season eight of Game of Thrones. Good. Yes. 
Arjuna, was episode two, season eight, Game of Thrones good? Yes. Ravi was. <laughs> yeah. No. Was Game <laughs> no. of Thrones, season eight, episode two, The Rightful Queen, good? No. Would you watch it again? No. Uh, I, I probably wouldn't. Well, no, I won't say You would episode. or you wouldn't? No, no I, I I said I wouldn't, but actually I would because I'm at some point I'm going to probably just go back and rewatch this. I'm definitely going to rewatch this because, again, I think it is going to be interesting when everyone's dead to see the foreshadowing. I it mean, I, I can't see how you guys are going to have the time to rewatch Game of Thrones when there's two spinoffs coming out. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, they're in development. We don't know. Also, we have The Mandalorian, so when that comes out. Yeah, I'm talking about everything. That's not until November. This this is years down the line, though. I I wouldn't. Years? I doubt I'll remember Game of Thrones even existed. Well, that's why you'd want to rewatch it. That's not even true. That's that's why you'd want to rewatch it. I don't know if it's that classic to, like, survive for me personally, like, a couple years. You'll remember the show. (laughs) Doubtful. I'd be like, oh, there was that one character, and then they didn't do the thing I wanted where the Night King wins. Sure, okay. I'll be upset. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, if the Night King doesn't win, He's I'm not. Lying. I'm not doing the last podcast. You, you can find someone else to replace. No, I'm not doing it. I refuse. You just, oh, you'll I be refuse. Just having, be you're having a Daenerys temper tantrum. Yes, I am. I must be called queen. Wow, <laughs> I am your queen. You're hurting my ears. Thank you for listening. We are the Was It Good podcast. We just finished reviewing Game of Thrones season eight, episode two, the rightful queen. The rightful queen. Be sure to check us for the remainder of season. Eight for Game of Thrones every Sunday, Monday. We will have a Was It Good podcast to review. You can also find us on social media. Was It Good on Instagram? Was It Good? Was It Good BTM on Instagram? Thank you. At Was It Good on Twitter. There we go. Good day. Goodbye.